This is such a, it's like a 50s doo-wop. Wait, wait for it. It's right here. This is the best part. Ready? This is called Line Without a Hook by Rick, Ricky Montgomery. Ricky Montgomery. He doesn't get more like, like white than that, you know? Sounds like a, he sounds like an American uh, James <laughs> Blunt, and I love that yeah, about him. Yeah, Ricky Montgomery. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Line Without a Hook. It's very like doo-wop-y. Line without a hook. Yeah. I was banging my head right now on it. Speaking of... Be- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Listen, guys, I, I can't... We, we can't get too far in this podcast because something insanely significant has happened. Yeah, we have... Hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in. Okay, you go in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, obviously, I wasn't going to say... Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I've gone it. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I, I can't... Like, now we're still joking around. Yeah, I know. Everyone's waiting like, what? What, what happened? Guys, y'all know... Um, Life in the last like six months, twelve months, it's been it's been up and down for me. It's been a lot of downs, baby boys. Okay, there's scams going on. Ooh, voice yeah. cracks. There's voice cracks going on. Penis okay? scams. Penis scams. How could we forget? I felt like I was comfortable. I had a sugar daddy that was my prime minister, giving me money to stay at home. Okay, there's been a lot of shit <laughs> that's gone on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and I've revealed. I was like, hey man, I feel like I'm being a little more pessimistic. But let me tell you, in the last week maybe in the last month let's say in the last month man shit has when well, i just whistle on it That's yeah i heard that I was like, <laughs> shit okay uh shit has changed for the freaking better yes slam fest 2021 has freaking gone down man oh, shoot <laughs> shoot yeah slam fest went down holy shit guys Amar told me this this morning, and I was like, this is bigger for me, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, we, I, look, we've done podcasts on this. Yeah. We've joked about it multiple times. Yeah. This is a huge fucking moment. It literally was like episode three that we were talking about this. Yeah. Well, because that was like the hook of our podcast. It was like, okay, uh, virgin at 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we started talking, and you were open about it. And I was like, okay, so when do you think it'll happen? What do you think is going to happen? And he told me this morning that it happened. Yeah. Literally 100 episodes later, 11,219 days since I was born. Okay, <laughs> here. But who's counting him? So here's the thing. I don't I don't want you to share the details because I'm a big yeah, believer yeah. with that stuff. Uh, keep that for whatever, right? It's true. All I wanted to know was it happened. Okay, that's amazing. Congrats. Do you yeah. feel like a new man? Like, how do you feel? Was there a psychological... Um, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Because yeah. now you're walking around with like, so what? I've done it. I've seen some posts. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why I have like a long ass topic for this. I really, don't, I really shouldn't, but I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, you know what I really felt? That the testosterone, the the testosterone comfort of it happening. It's yeah, so yeah, weird. Yeah. Like that. So now you're part of like a club or some shit. Just like it's like it's like it's off. It's like I don't need. I don't know, man. It's just it's for sure. Like Look, it's like it's like um that P Diddy moment. You search it up on YouTube, favorite video of all time. Uh, it's like P. Diddy when he gets like an MTV deal mm-hmm. and he just starts freaking out. He's like, whatever I get, I like give, give me, give me what you have. I will get it done for you. It's mm. like that feeling of like you could get anything accomplished, yeah, yeah. anything done. Well, because it was sort of a thing about you. You were a Mar and there's there's another... Everyone has something about them that's big. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So I think with me, it's Dan the YouTuber or Dan does social media. Like you, you get sort of a reputation of something. Yes. And to maintain virginity later in life, which which I'm learning is actually a lot more common than, yeah. than not, okay? But that becomes a thing with, like, Amar the nice guy, mm. Amar the, the flight attendant, or Amar the guy yes. who's still a virgin, right? So I could feel that shedding one of those big titles is a pretty significant thing to your personality. Yeah. And, and I also, f- oh, man, I, I want to get into, like, real topic, but yeah. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll get into like that big point later on, but man, the change. I feel like, I feel like any time in life, um, for anyone, it's when you're like transitioning into something else or like changing into something else mm-hmm. where you're not professional in it. Like, yeah. I'm a friggin' prof- I was a professional virgin. Okay, like, <laughs> no, you weren't. No, no, no. Like, like, like no. anyone can come to me and like try to like bring up any points. Oh, yes. In, like, 
Okay, yes, I've you were. I've done this way longer than you've tried to do that. Yeah, you you were you were a virgin and proud of it. So I would say there's a level of professionalism there. You know what I mean? Like there was like a, a mastery. <laughs> but 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 a pro, I would say professional virgin is one that is like like n- not done anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like like strictly. Like I already you, feel excluded from. It. Well, because yeah, <laughs> take me back. Virgins. <laughs> so you want to go back to the club? <laughs> like get out of the spray you with like Clorox. <laughs> Uh, no, but if you like, like think about it, like the opposite of a virgin is someone that does it a lot. So yeah. a professional virgin would be someone that's never done anything. And like you're, you're a personal guy. Like I think a professional virgin is also somebody that is relatively socially awkward. Yeah. Um, you know, but, but you see like to your point of like, like, you know how like we all have like our labels, Yeah. you know, of like, let's say like me, the nice guy, or like, let's say like optimism or some shit right mm-hmm. or someone comes to you for like let's say a mental health thing yeah you've you're more professional at that than they are at whatever bring they're bringing up so like let's say if someone is pessimistic towards me mm-hmm. i know genuinely i can like crush him competitively with my optimism than his pessimism if that makes sense it does make sense it's tough though it is tough because but- when somebody's coming from a pessimistic state of mind where everything is negative yeah. Everybody's trying to screw them over. Life isn't fair. Why is it me? It's a toxic uh, thought process yeah. that is tough to break. And yes, it helps being around people that are optimistic because then you start to be like, oh, well, they're not making it seem like it's so bad. So maybe it's not so bad. And slowly mm. that chips away. And then you realize you're over dramatizing everything. You're making everything so much worse, which yeah. which is so bad for your health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, let's say you have a house cold, a common cold, a house cold, a, house a, cold. a common cold, okay? Yeah. And you're just like, oh my God, I feel like I'm dying. It, it, you, you literally are so much worse than if you're, you minimize it in your head. Exactly. Within reason. There's certain things you don't want to minimize, right? Like, like mental health. Yeah. If you're going through something like depression or like debilitating anxiety, you can't really minimize that because you're it kind of feels like you're burying it and mm. it only erupts even mm. harder with that mm. stuff right it's wild um well actually okay we have a really good topic today and, and we will get into it i won't take long yeah but the topic today is um how to change your life yes right for the better hopefully. for the better oh yeah Imagine how to change your life <laughs> we should do one <laughs> and so it obviously is giving you a positive spin. Yeah, our 13 steps to <laughs> shit on your life. <laughs> to ruin everything. Uh, so, okay, I, I'm going to, I want your opinion on this, okay? Yeah. And I'm going to stay very surface level because I, literally when you do a podcast, you don't know who listens. I, by the way, I appreciate you saying that surface level with the virginity thing. God bless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> look, I would I would pry into the questions about virginity, but when it comes to the actual thing, that's none of my business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, okay. So, I'm, I don't want to get in trouble for this. First off, like this is this is what I I, I texted you earlier this week about it, but yeah, I don't want to get in trouble, so I will stay pretty vague. But there's this person on social media. Yeah. By the way, you're a professional at doing this, what? Uh, like actually not like revealing Spilling too much. You just yeah, yeah, yeah. with you, it's like come on, share. Okay, okay fine. fine. <laughs> Here's their name, their social security number. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is uh, someone on social media that I follow. That's um, I knew years ago. Okay, and they had a dog, and it was like a sweet dog. Yeah, it was like a hyper dog, but it was sweet. And during the pandemic, I saw a post get posted on their social media that said sort of like, I miss you. Uh, So you're kind of like, oh, something happened. mm. So I reach out and I go, oh, my gosh, what happened to so-and-so? And she tells me that she had to put the dog down because because of behavioral issues. Oh, um was hyper was was not obviously trusted around people in terms of it might bite whatever um oh, so it wasn't like some sort of like health like it better wasn't life a, for the no health thing yeah. at all it was strictly a behavioral thing True. to my understanding just to keep me in the clear here yeah so she tells me this and i'm like wow like that's like that's so sad mm. and she seemed bummed about it right so a few weeks ago uh, it was a one-year anniversary of this and she goes on oh just already revealed the gender. Okay, they go on <laughs> their social media. You her, and um, they start sharing. I miss you so much. You were my baby. You were a part of my life. Sharing all of these life moments with this dog. You moved here with me. We experienced this. I miss. I think about you all the time. And I'm sitting there thinking, what the? F- you have no right. Yeah. To express these feelings. I'm sorry. Like, 
this is going to sound contradictory to what I may have said in the past, but I need to get this out. You have no right to share this feeling of sorrow for something you put down. Yeah, you perpetrated. Yeah, a behavioral issue. uh, You could have, if it was too much for you, put the dog up for adoption. Yes. Okay. You could have got it more uh, training. You can, you can even put the dog into training and you don't have to necessarily do it. There's so many steps that a behavioral put down of a dog is so avoidable. Whoa. So, so this is what happens. So now she's claiming, I miss you so bad. No, you did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did You're that. selfish on many levels. <clears throat> exactly. Throughout the pandemic, um, she was also posting, um, like, her dream dog. Mm. Right? Like, 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 back in the day, this dog that she originally had was very trendy. Yeah. Right? And, and as dogs do and as trends go, things come in and out, right? And there's so a, there's a trend for dogs. Yeah, like right now there's a there's, I don't want to say the breed because obviously yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's there's like breeds that are trendy right now, and so Damn. she's posting this and these like aesthetically basic white girl shots of other people with the dog, and I'm like, true. I'm like, you better not. Yeah, you better not. You put down a dog. You do not get another one because you couldn't handle one to start. Oh, this is like your moment of like saying like no 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 no. I couldn't no, stand before it before even. Having. I was sitting there. I was so fucking close. I can hold my tongue. Yeah. a lot with things, and oftentimes I'll type a response out and. And move along. Yeah. In this one, I was very close to actually confronting it and saying, "How how dare you mm. put not handle a dog in the right? You knew going into this that this dog was adopted would come with baggage, and you dumped it and you you killed it. You put it down, and now you want to go and get a new one? Are you mm. kidding? Like you're you're capable of doing it? So, anyways, this weekend, yeah, I see this post. Um. And she got she got the dog. She got a puppy. And so I was just even more upset. I was just like, this is a type of person that, like, she's a sweet girl. Yeah, she yeah, is, yeah. But this is an extreme oversight of what is acceptable. You can't just get a dog because it's trendy. You can't just put a dog down because it's too much in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's like, you just can't do that with a human either. You signed on for that dog. It links itself to you. 100%. And, 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 uh, and there's, like, so many, like, selfishnesses within that. It's like... The fact that you wouldn't put it up because I guess like what no one else can have it or something. Yeah, like, uh, oh, there's so many people out there that would that would rehabilitate a dog that may have behavioral issues. Yes, to put it down and then just be like, "Oh, what was me? I'm so sad, boy. I miss you." No, you can't say that. You can't say you miss the dog that you're the one that ended its life. Literally. That's not fair. Literally, you are currently the perpetrator. Yeah, you're the one that ended its life. I like maybe that's a tough pill to swallow, but you are. Yeah. So. Especially when there were so many options. I, I mean, uh, you know, let's not get it confused of like, there's so many times when you probably do have to put a dog down because of health issues, because of whatever. I know there's... But not, a, but not because of like, not because of you just couldn't... Uh, it was overwhelming. Like putting it up for adoption or overwhelming. Yeah, like I tried this. many times. No, there is no trying many times. Then, Like a human, okay? Yeah. You can't just put somebody down because you've tried many times. Yeah. Right? That's not how it works. It's kind of like if a relationship just doesn't work, it doesn't mean that's not going to work for everybody. Right? <clears throat> like, mm. I've been in relationships where, you know, two of us didn't work well. Yeah. So, just because that relationship and that environment didn't breed a thriving relationship does not mean that no one else is compatible for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could have said, I tried with this girl as many times. But and I did. You, but you won't say, you won't think, like... Oh, it'll never work out for this girl. Yeah. Because I've tried so many times. Exactly. It's oh. someone else is much better at a certain situation. I'm much better in some some other situation. Exactly. It's like a puzzle piece. Like you can't just like some puzzle pieces just won't fit and some will fit amazing. Yeah. And so when you, you look at past relationships and I can do that, I could see where I'm like, oh my God, we were so not compatible. Yeah. Like I don't know why we dated, but we did. And it's just it wasn't right. And it's the same with some people with animals. Maybe you just weren't the type of person that could handle a hyperactive dog. But the fact that she put it down just makes me so fucking mad that I'm like, you do not deserve. There should be a black mark on your name when it comes to adopting animals. You can't have another one. Yeah. Because you couldn't finish the job with the first one. Sadly, I I feel like um I feel like this might keep going for um like for COVID purposes, you know, like with with COVID, with COVID, everyone got a freaking COVID puppy and everyone's like, you know, adopting, adopting, adopting. But like, what happens when you go back to the office? What happens yeah. when you go back to... Yeah. Well, this is like Christmas. Every year, Christmas. Is it? That's well, cause, true? Yeah, because people, families get puppies. And every year, you're going to see it on social media. Like, animals are not uh, seasonal. 
Wow. Right? Like, like people will get puppies for their kids and they'll realize, oh no, like what, now the puppy's not a puppy anymore. It's a big dog. Yeah. You, you, when you get a dog, you're signing on for 10 years minimum. Yeah. That, that, that dog is going to be your partner. And so when people have it less than or they ditch it, it's like you selfish motherfucker. Get out of, I, I hate it, man. I love dogs so much and I fucking hate when yeah. people are so immature with it. Ah, that like that is such a soft spot for me. And so now whenever I see this shit, like she's posting all these puppies, like it's so small. I'm like, I'm not commenting on any of this shit because I'm so not in favor of you owning a dog. Damn. And I'm and that's like very few. And like I don't know if this person's gonna be listening. Yeah. Right. So I do want to make some I, I want to say this person is a great person. Shitty behavior. Like I had great times with this person. Yeah. Uh like years and years ago. Yeah. But, Shitty but this, I, I can say I am so not in favor and do not agree at all with what went down. So anyway. Um, uh, sorry, let's go into that a little more. Uh, not the dog thing, but like um, not agreeing with like someone's behavior, you know. Let's say they are yeah. listening, right? Let's say they are listening. Like what? Why is it that? I don't know. Is it like, like why can't people take that like criticism? Because everybody, nobody wants to be the bad guy in their own story, right? Like everyone, I've noticed this, every single person justifies shitty behavior or, or poor actions yeah. or lack of trying. There's always, I couldn't do this. I did this. Very few people actually own up to a situation and say, I'm sorry, I did this. Yeah. This is my fault. It's a hard thing for an average person to do because in every story, the bad guy is always justified to some degree. Wow. Right? Like the movie Joker. Mm-hmm we see a perspective where we're like, wow, it actually sort of, I can see why he got to the point of terrorizing the entire city. Oh yeah. The anti-hero movies. Yeah. yeah. So it's like people need to understand that you can do wrong yeah. and you can get past it by just recognizing I'm, I did something. It was a lot. I'm sorry. I was not in the right place. True. But when you end somebody's life where it's so fucking permanent and this yeah. goes to when a human might feel the same way, it is an extremely permanent solution yeah. to a temporary problem that it's like, I just wish in that moment there was a little bit of understanding to realization. Yeah. Maybe those around you. Yeah. Anyway. And then to do it so soon. And I think yeah, for like the criticism part, it's true. I think people hate like not even hate, like will be viciously, like will show animosity if you show them to be, you know what, it, this move here, this was a shitty action. Yeah. But they translate that to, Frig, I'm the villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he thinks I'm the villain. And then, and then, um, a center of resentment starts to build. And then it's like they close off to you too. Yeah. They, and then they sort of double down on it. Like, how dare you? You did this, and you've done that before. I'm like, no, 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 stop. You're the wrong one. Let's not. Let's not make this a fight. Let's just make this what it is in the moment. Yeah. And and don't, like, I'm not sitting here all high and mighty to say I've never done wrong, but I've certainly never put an animal down. I've never ended anything's life yeah. for something that I felt was overwhelming. That is never a solution in my world. Yeah, it, Like, that's a dog, man. Like, you're so in control. Anyway. So this does transition to my first point yeah. of how to, you know, I, I th- not how to, like, this is not an exhaustive list, but, you know, some things that I think of how you can begin to change your life. This okay? is a big one. And I'm glad because really so. like Amara came to my house today and he was like, I got a topic. I'm like, what? Like, I don't know what's going to over overshadow Slamfest happening. Like that's <laughs> yeah, huge, yeah, yeah. right? Um, Slamfest was like, yeah, anyways, go ahead. I mean, that could have been a catalyst to this topic. That's it. So when you said, oh, I've got a topic of how to change your life. I'm like, this is, I feel like this is something you could have said at any point And someone will always be like, I need that. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Because everyone's always trying to change their life to some capacity. Yeah. Right. And, and many times when we feel like we have changed our lives, like there are like different strategies that maybe we've put in in place that's yeah, of what works and what doesn't. With, what with any doesn't. sort of list, as we know from our last podcast, yeah. there's a lot of cliche uh, ways to change your life that yeah. are just that just don't work for me. And I'll be yeah. honest, like, I don't know this list you're going to share. Yeah. Uh, I'll well, this share- is one I've made up. OK, perfect. But, so but but. Do talk shit. Do talk shit just like how we talk shit about any like Forbes list girl yeah. or whatever. Yeah, or sure. Forbes list. We dude, go off. You know? Like, well, I've got my own that I feel like actually work versus yeah. uh these ones of like go for a run. You know, like <laughs> okay. All right. So number one, sounds cliche and I love it. Yeah. Um, but I think it's it goes into what you're saying uh so well. 
is be the hero in your own movie, right? Mm, there okay. are these times when, you know, I, I think right now, if you're feeling down on yourself, dude, zoom out of yourself and be like, this is the beginning of the movie. We've established this character is a freaking loser. Amazing okay? tactic. This character sucks. Yeah. And, and some way, somehow, the audience needs to see this person change, go through some development, mm-hmm. and be the better person, mm-hmm. right? But right now, you're starting, no matter what age you are, 30, whatever, this character is a freaking virgin, jobless, government paid, okay, and living with their parents. Like, right. Right, like, that is the movie, okay? This, yeah, okay. And, and I know you hate this when Justin Bieber Don't, does it, oh, but... Okay. <laughs> You know, like when like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, people yeah. embellish yeah. too much. Okay, so don't focus on writing the the shit. Right, focus on the actions you're gonna take to to be better, and write that shit down. And how how it goes into the, this uh, this dog situation is, a lot of people. Yeah, it's true. They can't. They always like to blame something else, someone else, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you're gonna try to change your life, write down actions you can take. Actions you can do to start changing your life. This is okay. So I was with you at the start. Yep, I was with you at the start. The, uh, as so, always, yeah. <laughs> but no, this is good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I totally agree. When you incorporate your life as a movie, where we get lost is when we start to feel like a cameo in someone else's. Mm. Right. So the zooming out, you picture. Look at any movie. Yeah. Not every movie starts with the baby being born. Mm-hmm. Not every movie starts with the success of making the million dollars. <laughs> I'm just getting worked up here. <laughs> it could happen at any time. Yeah. So I do this a lot because I recently, not recently, past few years, I've heard this advice and it worked instantly where instead of viewing yourself as not being a part of their movie mm. and darn it, I, I enjoyed that movie. Mm. You're in your own movie and this is your time to have your, your rise of, from the fire. Yes. Right. And it's true what you said. Like, it doesn't have to start at, Zero years old. Yeah. It can literally start at any age. It can, and it could be any type of movie, yes. right? So you have to make sure that you are always the biggest star in your movie. Yes. You are the, the, the movie star. You are the main character. Yes. <clears throat> and when something ends, it doesn't mean you've been, like, uncasted mm. or fired from their movie. It just means your movie has lost them as their character and yours. Mm. Right? Like, oftentimes, I, I view this as when a relationship ends, people will... Look at it as, oh, man, I loved that. It was so fun being a part of that and and them and their family and their friends. And I'm just over here on the sidelines. No, you're not. You are the middle. You are the main character having that moment. They are someone that is going in a different direction. Yeah, and, and that's the beginning of the movie. Yes. Is we just broke up Yeah, and we've left it. Yeah. And then there's like a climax coming down and like mm-hmm. later on of meeting this new person. Well, because you could know. You know. You People should know that everything always gets better. Yeah. Right? It always gets better. I look at social media, and whenever I have a really viral time, yeah. like I just I just went through one with TikTok, and it cools down. At first, I'm like, darn it, that was it. I'm done with social media. I'm washed up, whatever. I can now tell myself it will happen again because it's happened 10 times yeah. where I'm like, I love this. I hope it doesn't end. It ends, but it always comes back. Mm. So with with good times, bad times, whatever, They'll always come back, but the good thing is they'll always go too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of this this double edged thing. Where where I think I lost you was where you said write plan of action down. I agree. Okay, yeah. with that. The tough thing is a lot of us know what we have to do. We just don't know how to get the momentum to actually take action and do it. I know I need to organize my house. I've got a lot of free product around that people have sent. Yeah, and I know I have to do something with this. Yeah, but I'm like. I, it keeps falling down to my my progress list. I got to do this first instead. I got to take Charlie out first. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so let me clarify. Let me get to this point first. Of like, there are many things in life that are very simple, mm-hmm. but hard, right? Like, let's say working out for me. Right. It's simple. Just go to the go work out three four times a week, and you'll be good. Right. 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 So that's but it's, easy. Yeah. It's very simple, but it's a very hard thing to do to yes. show up every day, and uh, so. I hear on that of like sometimes there are simple actions that we know what to do, but I think the hard thing, and I was trying to, what I was trying to say with this is like stop blaming other people for your action for for why your life 
That's where it starts, you know? That's it, where it it's starts. Like, there's so many people that that do that. It's like, yeah. no, I can't get this because, I don't know, they keep sending me, fr- like, they, I don't know what, like, they keep sending me shit and, like, I gotta, you know, or, like, they blame other people for their, like, misactions. And it's I mean? hard to see that. You, sometimes you don't see it until now we're telling you. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, be aware next time yeah. you're just, next, just next conversation you have, just see where the flow goes and see how many times you are either the victim or you've pawned it off to someone else versus being a bigger person and understanding that, oh, you know what? Yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. Or yeah, I'm kind of like that. And yeah, I get like that. It's insane how fast that little seed of acknowledgement and, and acceptance will grow into a way more positive thing. Oh my God. That self-awareness. Self-awareness is, yeah, yeah. is everything because that'll help you with communication. Every time a fight comes up, instead of constantly feeling like they're targeting you, and a lot of people will target you, yeah. you can sit there and defuse it so fast by saying, you know what? Okay, you're right. In that moment, I probably shouldn't have done this, and I understand. Sure. And that's bad, and it's something I'm working on. Yeah. And I can accept what you're saying, and I'm going to do better. And, and, and it starts, sometimes it, do, it really does, like, start and evolve. Like, it start, like, I feel like it started for me when I was like, ah, you know what? Maybe for guys, it starts a, a lot early because I like, feel like... Sometimes we have the fear of getting punched out. Let's say there's a problem between two dudes, right? I feel okay. like guys always have the the knowledge, the common mis- the, the the common understanding that if I really fuck this up, you you could punch me out. Like here's if I'm a real the, no, asshole to you, 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 here's the thing: people have that fear. I get it. People have that fear, right? So then when you when you drive home, right, mm-hmm. you're like, ah, you know, maybe I was kind of a dick back there. You know, it's all maybe- oh, it's always an hour, a day, two days later that you realize your true emotions. In the beginning, but I feel like the more you do that, the more you are capable of critiquing yourself and like being cool with critiquing yourself, the closer it becomes to the problem. So like, right, then right, you right. can like identify it in the day, moment right now. Yeah. You know, like, okay. Cause here's the thing. I, you should never act on emotion for, for anything. Yeah. Never break up on emotion, never sign a job on emotion out of excitement always let that cool and get back to your neutral state before making a choice Mm -hmm. because the highs will feel high at the time, but you have to make sure you can maintain whatever you just signed on to do later. Mm -hmm. Same with the lows. The lows are not ever consistent. Yeah. Like that'll always, a neutral state is where you should always end up. Yes. Ideally. Right. Whoa, bro. This is literally the next point. Oh, is it? (laughs) Yeah, go on. This is good. Um, so the acknowledgement, here's, there is a sort of a caveat with that, though. If you're sitting there in a conversation where you're having an argument yeah. and you're accepting, you're right, I've taken this, don't sit there and let someone just shit on you the whole time. Yeah. Because that, you know, in its own way, is them putting it on you. And they are just, but if you can understand, okay, there's some truth to this and there's some you're just, you're just uh, justifying your actions, you can call them out. Mm. I've done this before where it's like, okay, hold on. This part, you're right. Mm. I, I did mess up here, and I, I'm I'm genuinely sorry I did that. I shouldn't have done that, and I'm sorry. However, I don't think it's fair that now you're you're putting the entire situation on me when you could have maybe done. You know, like there is some sort of guidance on like not just sitting there and letting someone shit on you the whole time. Yeah, there's a give and take. It's a give and take. You yeah. take fifty, only take fifty. Damn. Because any more than that, it's an imbalanced situation, and every fight should be fifty fifty, unless of course you've like cheated on someone you know and then it's and it's also 50 50 well yeah. well because then there's a heavy action right of of yeah. hurt you've caused someone so you can expect some 80 20 because you fucked up you know <laughs> anyway okay uh, no a little point about this whole um uh, being uh, neutral okay mm-hmm. i think uh, no i think i uh was watching this like uh brain neurologist girl like brain scientist but also like philosopher okay okay i forgot her name She's amazing, but she was like, um, we, let's say, think of like a seesaw, right? Of like good and bad, like good feelings and bad feelings. Yes. Okay. When you're on a good feeling, when you're on a high, she's like, like the research she's doing is that the brain, when you're on this high, let's not, not even drugs. Like she was talking about Olympians, Olympians that just accomplished a huge feat, right? They have this incredible high and She's like, what it looks like is like they're making their own drug. They're making their own dopamine rush. They're they're excited like nothing else. Then when they get home, right, a day later, two days later, yeah, they start thinking, am I going to accomplish that again? 
Am I gonna Ooh. the brain what it does when you have too much like dopamine is the same thing with any other drug is say to the receptors like no we don't need this much we need to come back to what she calls homeostasis like just like neutral mm. okay and the seesaw works the other way too is when you're in the negative what we what, what the brain likes to do is start craving those positives okay so if you're in the in the negative side and the bad side your brain starts craving good okay i want positive shit i want good feelings right now i want instant gratification that's when like you start watching porn and like start being addicted to porn because that's like the thing that makes you happy or like um you start eating like junk food because it's like instant gratification and she says the best way to let the good or the bad just come back to normal is just let it come back to normal and let it breathe let right, it breathe let it come back normally naturally not try to induce induce certain things to to bring it up because that's when like real addiction starts real uh, that's good and, and that, that falls under the category of self-awareness yeah right if you're self-aware that you are doing this oh in the moment i'm you know i'm gonna watch some porn right now like if you know i, I challenge people to wait 10 minutes mm. and just just wait 10 minutes and let it let it sort of subside and see what happens. It's, people are very um, in the moment. I need this. I recognize. And as you get older, you think you know yourself better. So you're like, I need this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When in reality, that little thing you just did could be the cause of a problem uh, three steps from what you've just done. Yeah. Everything is sort of tied together, you know? So if you have a problem in your life, usually the problem stems from not that then and there in that moment, but something that may have triggered it two steps earlier. You know, like um, like unhealthy eating. Yeah, you're not just unhealthy eating because you're hungry or you want that sugar rush. Maybe it's because have you noticed that every time you unhealthy eat, you get an email from your boss. Yeah, or there's some sort of stressful moment, or you're getting closer to a certain time. Like usually, it's it's tied to something else. It's never but yeah, just emotionally that. and in the moment, yeah, you don't um, you're not zoomed out enough to be like, okay, this was the trigger for this, and when I understand this, you know, you you approach it better. Here's one that helps me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what helps me is, uh, oddly enough, it's travel. And I don't want this to be a cliche topic, but every time I feel stuck or I feel uh, plateaued or mundane, like things are just sort of like, blah, nah, 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 you know, every time I, I travel in that realm mm. and I come back, I've got this rush. It doesn't last very long, but it's a rush of, okay, let's clean this house. Let's get going. Let's get this mm. thing flowing, you know, because you've experienced a shock to your lifestyle. Mm. Usually when things are mundane and bland, it's because you have totally integrated every aspect of your life into a comfort zone. Mm. And a comfort zone, I'm realizing more and more as I get older, is something you want to completely avoid. Come on, Shut up. Come on. What's the next one? Oh, <laughs> oh my God, man. This is insane. Bro, I'm, I, I literally, I have like my list of like three that I made on a note and literally like, I know, I, I, wow. it was too much BS. So I was like, I got to show him. Like, look what's next. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so, you're saying about comfort. Well, like I found that comfort zones have, they're so warm and cozy and stress-free and easy flowing and yes. you could relax and it's so predictable but so many of those things are like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Mm. You don't realize that this stuff is going to make actually there's an illusion that time is flying by. Mm. Time flies when you're when you're having fun, but time fly also happens when you're in a comfort zone. Cuz you you wonder why as a kid time feels a lot longer. Yeah. And it's because as a kid you're being so stimulated of a new experience. I just learned how to ride a bike. I just learned what the color red is. I just learned how to walk, a new, a new joke, a new swear word. Everything is so new. Your brain is just like having the best time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not even worrying, right? As you get older, certain things like your your drive to work, you do it every day. Yeah. That that your brain doesn't hold on to the, the 20 minutes. It wipes it because it's like, we've already done this. We don't need this. And then you look back, you're like, whoa, this week flew by. Yeah. It flew by because you didn't inject any sort of new learnings or challenge to yourself. Trust me. Losing my virginity, <laughs> this ain't gonna be no. <laughs> I mean, it was maybe a two second thing, but uh, <laughs> this ain't gonna be no one day thing, baby boys. That I'm gonna remember this year, you know, for 100%. a while, baby boys. Hundred percent, and it only gets sort of more fun because you've just experienced an entirely new thing. You look at humans, yeah, drugs, sex, and rock and roll. You know, like 
you've experienced a pretty big pillar of humans. Yeah. A big vice. Like a lot of people use sex. It makes their life better. It makes it worse. You yeah. just experienced and entered the world of a pillar of what humans. But if you keep chasing, to your point, if you, you know, keep chasing those like big moments, keep chasing those struggling moments because they lead to like those first times. They lead to, they lead to the mo- slowing down time. Slowing down time and things you can't even think about. Yeah. I know, uh, like, I, if I want to change my life, th- my brain will tell me that's not going to do it. No, mm-hmm. that's not going to be fun. What do you honestly think is going to happen there? Mm-hmm. You're not going to be getting any new friends. My brain has been wrong every time. Yeah. That for some reason, just like anxiety, I don't know why it does it, but for some reason, it, in, it, it introduces this thought in my head. It will never work out. It'll never go as you planned. It'll never work. But every time something stems from either make a new friendship, a new connection, I yeah. learn a new skill. So you were saying before this was travel is like an inspiration for you to to really um, re-jumpstart um, something I put on the back burner. Yeah. Because when I'm at home, I've got Charlie and I've got to clean. And these are things that are like Charlie will come first. Oh, I got to walk before I clean. Mm. Then I get back. It's like, oh, shoot, it's already 1030. I really got to start sending emails before I clean. Yeah. And then cleaning should be next. No, 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 no. I got to get to this resin piece so I have content coming in. Cleaning will forever and always be fourth on my list. Yeah. That it'll never get done. So you have to like look at your life and say, what are you constantly maintaining at a forever fourth position? Yeah. You know, that that you know it needs to get done, but you're not really putting it as a priority because you've prioritized everything else in your life above it. Yo, it's crazy. When you walk in someone's house and like it's like clean, like even like their bedroom is clean, bro, that's like... Man, every this person time, has their shit down. Every time you come to my house, yeah. What do I say to you when you walk in? I say, "Oh yeah." Well, what you say to me is like, "Oh, I'm sorry, it's a mess." Yeah. And yeah. in my head, I'm like, "You should see mine." I see, <laughs> but I think a lot of people feel like that. Sometimes my place will be spotless, but whenever Amar is here, usually it'll be on a Friday yeah. when I've had an, an entire work week of resin brand deals. So it's very rarely in a tip-top shape when you're here. But so, don't you think that this is like, um. Don't you think this is how your brain is? Like they say a lot of times it's like your room or your house is a representation of like your mind. I 1000% agree. And what may seem like chaos to many people, right? Is like, like you profit off the chaos. Like you, like there are some people who, who are like the thing they're good at is, is getting all these different ideas and then acting on those different ideas no matter how different they are from each other right that's profiting off the chaos so i feel like this is is how your mind is man you know there's that's that's a good point right because so plants and reversed mario over there i yeah (laughs) color reversed mario i feel like um sometimes the societal standard plagues me right Mm -hmm. like you like if you want to be classified as a hard worker you better be up at 5 30 in the morning yeah when it's i know for a fact some of the most successful people sleep in until 11 noon right because i used to work with it we had her on here tara she's a professional uh organizer scheduler yeah and i used to work with her and she works with some big names Mm. big names and one of the first things we talked about was dan you're a creative you're in a field that the 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 gears of society don't really function around and you you shouldn't and i shouldn't because it doesn't work for me like you shouldn't make let's say art for coming from like what doing what everyone else does like your art should come from yeah doing things that you do uniquely different 100 percent. but but the way things work is for a nine to fiver it's true or this this billionaire standard of you got to be up at 5 30 hit the gym you like yeah, yeah like mark Wahlberg type shit yeah and it's like that doesn't work for majority of people but these people go out on this platform that they have that is so massive and they say this is how you do it i'm sorry I don't wake up at 6 a.m. Oftentimes, 8.20 is my alarm. Do I get out of bed right away? No. Some days, I'll chill on social media until 9.30, over an hour on social media. And I do that, and I also get new ideas, and it stimulates my brain. And and sometimes I'll get a call at 10 a.m. from my dad or my mom, and they go, did you just wake up? And every time I say no. Mm. Even if I just did. And it pisses me off that I still do that. It's because I know the judgment. <laughs> so what are you telling Like you woke up at 7 a.m., 8 a.m.? The judgment, what? Like you feel like you need to tell them like yeah, you've been that, up yeah. since like 8 a.m.? Because the judgment they hold is very old school in terms of, <laughs> oh, don't be lazy. Make sure you get to work. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. last night, okay, <laughs> Sunday night, I worked from 6 until 9. 
I edited a, a news uh, comic book piece. At 6 a.m. No, at 6 p.m. P.m. Yeah. My, the time on Sunday when you're supposed to unwind and prepare for the week, I was working. Mm. So I work on untraditional times, which means I'm not going to work in traditional times as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I, what I was going to say about like comfort and struggle, and I think this was like for me the big point. Like, um, I didn't. I don't think I struggled with like being the hero in your own movie. Like, I feel like we're all the heroes in our own movie. But yeah. what I definitely struggled with, I felt like the last year or two. Um, was the comfort, man. Like, the comfort really got to me. Like, really got to me. I can't wait for five years from now when they release something called the COVID effect or some sort of mental theory that went down where we were all forced into a routine world. Yeah. And that really messed us up. It messed me up, man. Look, I'm trying to flip my life upside down by moving to Austin. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally aware that COVID has perpetuated that i love toronto why leave yeah because i needed excitement in my life and, and it goes back to that thing of like blaming other circumstances for your things which i think honestly with covid it's it's very fair you should be able to blame covid and stuff but it's still still with covid what have you what actions are you going to take that will propel you forward not blaming other circumstances on it um well, not that those circumstances circumstances don't exist it's the only way you can move is like if you take your actions and understand and understand you have to understand what went down for it to change honestly yeah. so when i was really really stuck mm. um i started this I, on my own i didn't realize this was a thing but i was walking charlie every morning the same way yeah and i realized every other day i'm gonna walk him backward not backwards like the other way around i yeah. wasn't walking backwards <laughs> i'll go around the other way around the block it works can you imagine <laughs> i mean that would be a thing so I realized this and I was doing this as a way to try to stimulate some sort of newness to my day. Yeah. And then I got into the gym, which you, you remember, obviously, that was when we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. I was eating like meat on the podcast and shit. Yeah, broccoli. And yeah. And it's like, meat. that was a newness for me. I was watching my body change and like I was, all that stuff plugged in made me sort of a new guy. And then yeah. obviously COVID hit and it affected me in a way that I'm like, shit's so normal and comfortable that we've all just got a dose of it. When you have too much comfort in your life, it will make time speed up and you less happy. Yes. Don't think you're happy because you're comfortable because you're. I feel like you're sort of going down a path that will eventually just make you just not fulfilled. Yeah, man. Like you need that compressive force. You need to have that force, which is something I felt like I didn't have of like, what if you don't make rent this month? You know what I mean? Like, mm. For you, for example, or anyone who like owns their own place or rents their own place, it's like, how am I gonna pay for this shit? Like mm-hmm. that is like that's an uncomfort, which you might say is an advantage. And I know we love to talk about like the advantages and disadvantages of things that aren't really true, but like that's a real advantage to feel that compression of man, I am stressed, I need to make money for this. Because I feel like that gives you a drive that's not possible if you were a hundred percent. Oh no, I don't I don't really have to like when you work. That's a good point. Like I think the the fire under your ass, you have to have like a little dim fire at all times. Yeah. At all times. If you're just coasting, like it's not good. And the more you have that fire, the more experienced you are. Let's say, um, um, uh, yeah. Okay. The more you have that fire, the more experienced you become in saying, I can manage this and I can, uh, I, I can do well with it. For example, that, uh, um, when you were talking about your brain, saying, ah, I don't think you're going to be able to do this. I don't think you're going to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Bro, when people were out probably hunting or whatever thousands of years ago, I'm sure their brain was like, I don't think we're going to catch any fish today. Like, mm-hmm. straight up, I don't think we're going to catch this bison or whatever the hell we're we're chasing. Like a, yeah, like a weird you know? fish. Like right, right, right before the hunt. Yeah, yeah. And then they go out for the hunt, and then surely they catch the friggin' bison, right? Yeah. Next hunt, they're like, ah, I don't know, man. People need I think to we stop. Got lucky. They need to stop. Yeah. <laughs> we got lucky, man. And same thing your brain does with like anything, with like freaking TikTok content. But even even a, a job promotion, this job this promotion, imposter syndrome of we got lucky. We don't like. Hopefully, nobody figures this out. Yeah, I could sympathize because I I don't know if I necessarily know how to get rid of that fully, but I know that it's bullshit. Yeah, and that's a start. I know that it's bullshit. And, and part of this rant, so I texted Amar last week saying, yo, we need to record. I've got this dog thing I wanted to talk about. Mm. The other side of this was um, I see this girl on social media post this thing as if she's being interviewed by like Time Magazine. Oh, it's like God. this nice uh, shallow focused video of her on a couch going, what we do is we're experts and we're experts in the field. And we're Friend. and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, you, 
you're and the synergy that yeah yeah <laughs> she they have to my understanding very little experience in the social media world but they're pumping up these big words that people are like whoa and the aesthetic is nice and I'm reading the comments and I'm like wow you're an all star you're the best what you do I'm like holy shit I was just so frustrated that you know some people earn their stripes and and get that experience and knowledge yeah. to go out there and say it. And some people don't say it, which I don't feel like sometimes I say it. Sometimes on here I say it a lot. Yeah. But it's because this is really the only platform that I feel comfortable saying, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. Even if it comes across that I don't. So when I see well, other people do that, I'm just like, dang. Matt, they they found out the hack is like, you can do it by and, just and, saying and, and, you and, can do it. And literally just say the words. Yeah. Literally just say the words no of one, like... No one's going to no one's gonna question you. If you... if That fake it till you make it shit? And, and people, yo, people have experienced this on Zoom meetings and shit. You know, those Zoom meetings, they're all like the same words, the same friggin' verbiage, the yeah. same little... Yeah. You know, culturally, I think, and okay. And organically. Oh, yeah, yeah, God. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> but that's Stop. what I mean. If you just sort of... You know what you're Talk doing. Talk your shit. If, you t- if, you're, if you're talking the shit, you know... A, element of the shit yeah not fully because it still pisses me off but i'm that's an edge that i need to drop because i'm learning that this this world not everyone's qualified but if they act and feel and provide a confidence to another person yeah people will buy into that yeah right and they'll be like i would okay. love to know like a list of like people that really like faked it till they made it you know like really yeah. i, I, I remember and then later one. when they get the results yeah. they're just like i knew it all along i'm like dang it there's a like we'll big, never know. decently big fashion brand it's called the hundreds Oh, uh, yeah, the hundreds, yeah. By Billy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You did a Diamond Supply Co., no? Probably. Okay. Okay, so do you know the origin of, like, the hundreds? No. I think, I'm pretty sure it was the hundreds, but he was, like, um, he uh, he went to, like, all these, like, stores, Barney's and Stacks and all them, and he tried to, like, push his brand. He's like, hey, I'm coming up with this brand called the hundreds. Um, would you like to sell our shit, you know? Uh, they all said no. They all mm-hmm. said no. Mm-hmm. And then he had an idea where he's, he's going to change oh, the entire thing. Oh, you did tell me this. And then he got people to come in and ask for the hundreds. He's like, hey, do you uh, do you have the hundreds here? And they're like, no. And he's like, oh, my he God. He made it you, seem like there's demand. Yeah, you guys don't have yeah. the hundreds? That's crazy. Like, what? How, how are you guys this fashion brand without the hundreds? So then they start reaching out to him. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we'll buy. You know what? We'll just buy a hundred. Okay. And see if it how it does. Yeah. Then he got a hundred of his friends, paid them. To go buy yeah. the hundred things like first day. Yeah. And it sold out. And Barney's is like, bro, we love this shit. Like, I don't know. We've never seen anything sell this fast. And then they It's a smart tactic that could fail huge. in a lot of ways. Right. Yeah. Like, like it's a smart tactic because then the brand is gonna push it in their front windows and people are gonna be like, Oh, this is nice. But it could technically fail by like if he stops paying his friends to buy the shit, they'll be like, Wow, nothing sold. <laughs> <laughs> like, what happened? We thought this was a trend. <laughs> this is wild. Hundreds. I think um, um yeah. The, the 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 backbone to a lot of this topic is for me at least is the the comfort zone yeah right like getting comfortable um one thing i did recently after reading this book it was write down your goals and i hate this one bro i said to to write your actions down that you're gonna take and you're like i don't like that you said no okay this is why i, said I sort of don't like that yeah okay fine i sort of don't <laughs> like the action side of things because I think a lot of us know okay. what we have to do. You like the goals part. We just don't know how to do it. Goals are less about actions. It's more about the end of where you're trying to reach. Because a lot of us have this journey of this lifestyle, but we don't know how to get there. Oh, I want to live in a modern mansion in the Hollywood Hills. How do you do that? Mm. I don't know, but you have to pursue something you're good at and passionate about. True. So I was like, okay, you know what? Screw it. Instead of criticizing all this shit, saying it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong, let's try it, Right. So I, I brought out my typewriter. That typewriter I bought for a reason. I buy it for any mental dumpings because I have to type every letter. So I, I'm taking the time. I'm not on my phone. You experience it. It's a very tangible. That's amazing to know that, man. Visible I honest to God thought it was aesthetics. Oh, no, man. I've got a book hidden somewhere in here that has my... Love that, all bro. All of my thoughts. Man. Love that shit. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. It's kind of like a diary. So I would be devastated if anyone ever found it because it's the internal workings of my mind, right? Um, also, yeah, typewriter thoughts. <laughs> it's a new level of, uh, of supervillain shit. <laughs> it could be bad. Like, yeah, if so, yeah, it's not like it's dark shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like <laughs> emotional stuff that, that I that. experience, right? Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I write down this, this list, and what they say is write down everything. Mm. As crazy as it is, I want to go to the moon. Write down everything that you want to achieve, okay? Mm. 
And then after you've done that, go back through the list and give yourself on an honest timeline of how long it'll take. One to three, three to five, or 10 plus. Mm. However many years it'll take to achieve. Mm. Then you'll actually look at these and be like, okay, your mind is automatically going to prioritize ones that you can do in one to three years. Because mm. you obviously genuinely feel that can be completed. Mm. And then once those are done, the other, one, the other ones will be easier to achieve because you've already achieved those, right? These are things that whether or not you actually follow them, it's nice to actually dump them out onto paper and get them out of your head. Yeah. I, I really like that. And I also like really like go go into that shit. And I have that list, but like go into that shit and actually quantify it. Like when you say million, multi-million dollar mansion in, I don't know, let's say uh, LA or some shit, how much does that cost? 20 million? Okay. And then, so you know your goals are a little more quantified. And I feel like the more quant the more you quantify the goals, the less, uh, the, the more real they become mm-hmm. and the less like a vague um, they are. You know what I mean? It's like, this yeah. is accomplishable in, um, in 20 years or if if your if your goal is to just live on a house on a beach you could literally find i'm sure there's a two hundred thousand dollar house on a beach that you can find percent people have to also recognize that i think when you write your goals it's this big thing of oh i only have this one moment here and now i gotta write everything out no your no. goal list is keep in mind always changing yeah. there's things added and there's things removed at all times maybe you experience something, you're like, you know what? I actually don't want that big house anymore because it'll be a lot more to clean as I'm realizing and it'll be pretty lonely. So I'm really actually not into that anymore. So remove it. Yeah. And then in if in two days you realize, no, you know what? I really want like a whole room dedicated to trampolines. I need that mansion. Yeah. You put it right back in. Yeah. I find the biggest struggle for, for people naturally is when we start to feel the pressure of fitting in or the status quo is yeah. where it goes wrong for us. The comfort zone is safe because there's very little judgments in the comfort zone. It flows. It's predictable. Yes. And it's, it's a controlled environment. You know how to make things flourish and die, yeah. right? Where it gets tricky is where you're, you're throwing yourself into a place where you don't know how it's going to turn out. Will I make friends? Will they like me? Will I make enough money? Will I fail? Th- those things are what cause explosions of amazingness in your life. Yeah. That like, I know there's never going to be a time where it feels nice or right or, or good. I, I think most of the time it's going to feel, oh, I have to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm scared. I'm nervous. And you just got to jump, man. Man, that's me with Austin. Yeah. I, I'm like, I want to do it, but I'm like nervous. What if I fail? Man, I've worked so hard at building a career in social media here in here. Canada. And, and, and there is like, there's comfort here. There's comfort here. I know I can do this for another two, three years. But if you go to Austin... You have nothing, and that's like maybe that's the fire under your ass. It like is you the need. fire under your ass, but it's a risky thing. It's like a super risky. It's both. Game, yeah, it's like it, yes, it, it's a fire, but it's like this could actually burn me. It could actually burn me, but if you make it in the states, that investment is crazy. You'll make ten times more money exactly. per brand deal, and it'll also start to like multiply quick. Yes, so it's like you have to instead of always viewing it with no, this could go wrong. Just. Uh, my, my last secret for this, what I recently started doing, not recently, yeah. over the past two years, is I'll, I think I've shared this. I'll turn on my camera because I'm not really a, a journal writer unless it's an emotional experience that I want to get out. Right? Mm. And then I'll use a typewriter. Mm-hmm. But I'll also do camera because I, I talk a lot to a camera and that's where I have these a lot of these moments. So I'll turn it on and for however long it takes, I will bitch and complain about what's gone wrong, why me, why did this happen to me, and just keep going. Yeah, Where yeah. I wish I was, how much money I wish I made, whatever. Whatever's in that moment. Then, once I feel like it's getting repetitive or enough, I'll switch. I'll, I'll pause for a second and go, okay, Dan, we are now going into coach mode. You are now, your mm. job here is to coach the guy that just bitched out, or not bitched that sounds negative, yeah. that just sort of uh, expressed all of these negative emotions. So now I get, i still recording. I go, okay, look, here's the thing. If this were to happen, yeah, we'd be fine. We've done this before. And by the end of this, not only have I dumped out all of it, I've also listened to myself and addressed all the things to myself. So I feel wow. a little bit more packaged together. You're taking that be the hero of your own movie, but like I feel like you have no not enough actors. So you're like playing the code. <laughs> exactly. It's like an Eddie Murphy movie actor. where it's like he's everybody. <laughs> yeah, he's everybody. You, it, it, look, it's going to feel weird at first, but... It's something I found to be so ha- like beneficial to me. Yeah. Because when I when I broke up with my last girlfriend, immediately 
I came into my house because ha- I broke up with her outside my house. Lights, camera, action, boys. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I set up the camera. And I said, Dan, in two weeks, yeah. three weeks, however, whenever you're watching this, I know I know you because I am you. Mm. You are going to feel regret. Why did you do this? But I want, I want you to watch this video. And right now I'm going to tell you what I'm feeling and why you did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I remember, like, I think I shared this before, but like two weeks later, I was in a place of, no, you start to miss the things, right? Yeah. And I watched it back and I was actually like smiling and laughing and so proud of myself to say, dang, man, I'm here for me. I'm watching me say, you know, I know what you're feeling. And I'm like, I ain't feeling like that. Okay, hold on. I have two more questions here. Yeah. Okay. Um, one might be a little debate, but little thing. How many hours a day do you think is a good amount of struggling? Like, for example, when I say struggling, like I'm stressing your body. Let's say a one-hour workout to me is like a stress, a good enough stress to your body that you can start to flourish, right? Yeah. I think in a physical sense, yeah. In a physical sense, I think combined four or five hours of like good enough, like a work that that stimulates you enough. For four to five hours is 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 a good amount. I guess it it, sw- it switches right. Like stress is proven that it can kill you too. It causes health, health, heart disease, and yeah. Shit. But like you know, like that sweet spot yeah, yeah, of it, like it's exactly it. So I think it would depend on the sweet spot. Yeah, you find uh, you have to consistently be. I don't know if stress would be the word I would use. I would say maybe consistently um, challenge tra- challenging. Yeah, yeah, struggling, challenging. challenging. Yeah, uh, pushing the envelope, pushing yes. the limits. Um, it, it throttles, right? It could be an hour. It could be five. But if people start to think, I haven't struggled enough for five hours, it introduces, yeah, oh, not, I don't mind. you know what I mean? Gotta struggle. I, I'm not enough. <laughs> I think every day you should have an element of challenge or, yeah. or at least maybe once a week, start with once a week. Mm. Okay, on the weekend, I signed us up for an art class. I don't like art, but you know what? And maybe it's fun. Yeah. Maybe like you have to try these things. If you're oh. doing the same shit, oh, Tuesday's pizza night. No. Okay, so no prescription on how many hours we should technically think, challenge ourselves. I, I mean, I think. What do you think is happening in your day-to-day life? Like, how many hours do you think? Oh, man, a big part of my life. If only people knew how stressful it was to make a career at social media. Yeah. Honest to God. Uh, they see a side that is like, oh, haha, I got this free shit. This is yeah, amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. They don't see... Um, making sure things work. I just did a job for Timex Watch, right? Yeah. And I hope it's coming out this week. And I made a clock, and I spent two full days on this clock. Mm. The third day, which was Wednesday, it was. I told them you'll get the you'll get the video Wednesday. I demolded it, and um, the resin cured in a very bizarre way that looked bad. True. And I'm looking at this. I'm like, oh shit! What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Stress, stress, stress. The client wants this, you know. So I, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna start again. I cannot deliver subpar work, and then the stress is even worse because I'm like, if this second clock doesn't work, then I'm really over the, the yeah, time yeah. limit. This is really bad news, right? But it, thankfully it worked because I took my time with it. And now I know where things will go wrong and where you actually have to let resin do its thing. You can't rush the process. Yeah. Uh, so I'd say like a big big part of my day, there's an element of, okay, what can we do next? I hate sitting down doing nothing. That's yeah. why last night at Sunday night, I'm going to edit this video. Stimulation, challenge, struggle. But it's not stress because I enjoy the struggle. Yeah. Right. I, I, I wish there was a word for that. Like passion. Mm. I enjoy it. I enjoy mm. that feeling of discomfort slightly. Yes, you have to. Because that's what's made me money. That's what's made me give me some that's sort of profit is. Yeah, absolutely. Next, last question. Um, if you can challenge yourself for the next thing, what would you like to? My next thing, and, I, and, and I'll share this, is I want to get some of my art in a local gallery. True. Whether it's Austin, whether it's in Toronto. I'm super nervous because I'm like, Maybe people don't take it serious. Maybe they don't like it. Maybe an art gallery will say my art's bad. All these things that I need to get over, but it's tough and I'm working through it. But I think that's my next goal is I would love to get some of my art in a place where my friends can go and see it or people can purchase it. Mm. I'm not so much uh, really good at the online store thing, to be honest. Yeah. You like physical. Yeah. I, well, most of your things are very physical. They're too. one of ones. And like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's, what about you? Um, I don't know why I've like the last like couple months I've started to like dabble in this idea. Uh, I want to kind of make a cookbook, travel cookbook, you know? Ooh. Wanna, um, um, and I think it's going to be a good fit with this a video whole, like, book or like an actual book book. I like a book book, but I think, you know, with a book book has to come. <laughs> if 
keep saying. You can just say book at this point now. We know. With the book book, I think you need like a you know I think the Instagram stories comes into it. The TikTok reels come it, into you know what, it. You know what your big thing shit. is is your ASMR. Like I I still think about that freaking cheese creamy thing you had in Iraq. Oh yeah yeah. Where yeah. you you scooped it with a chip and you're just like. Mm. Yeah yeah yeah. And I was like. I want that so bad. Do they have it here? <laughs> I, I'll make some for you. I want to. I want to try that so bad. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. looked so delicious. And you're just like, <laughs> like that to me was why I kept watching your stories. I I did not find it disgusting at all. Yeah, great. and you're like, ooh, sheep brain. You're just like, I'm like, yeah. sheep brain would be disgusting to me, but then you made it seem so damn delicious. Okay, so yeah, I want to do a cookbook on like so traveling, but then actually going to like have like real food. You know, I've had this like hatred of like. I feel like I have such a hatred for like these clean lines, aesthetic lines of like perfection and like no, there's like no life in like so many of these like cooking things, you know? I feel like I don't know, man. This whole this whole new aesthetic grab is just like everyone's just trying to make the cleanest, simplest things, and it's like no, man, put like life into it, man. Yeah, I mean, it could get exhausting. It could get exhausting. You could totally make a cookbook. Yeah, like I feel like that's. Like I feel like I, I feel like I know people make cookbooks. I don't know. You could do it. it it's yeah, crazy. I'm like I don't know how to even start. Like that. You don't need to be like J.K. Rowling and have like a big hit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's that's the next challenge. Hopefully, we'll see. It can but happen. Keep seeking that discomfort, man. Keep yeah. challenging yourself. I agree. I think all in all, the, the comfort zone is what you should be weary of. Yeah, and and self realization is what we talked about, and be the hero in your own movie. Ooh, we're just recapping the ball. Love that. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next week. Uh, yeah, later. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>